Hi, Allison. Hi, Maddie. Um, I just uh, thought that this next episode needed a little bit of explanation context. since it's going to be yeah a little context because you know it's it, it's a deviation of sorts from our regularly scheduled broadcast. Mm-hmm. Would you say? I would. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, would say that. What, the, the, yeah, I'd say the one thing that people ask us the most since we started ADHD Twenty, which is a podcast that finds the intersection between TTRPGs and ADHD. Ooh, you flipped it on me. I like that. <laughs> Flip the script. Uh, Were you making the, sure the number, I was actively paying attention there? Kind of, maybe. <laughs> passed. Anywho. You passed. Uh, I th- I'd say one of the, the number one questions that we get is, but what is D&D? What is D&D? How do you play? What's happening? Can I play? I don't get it. What are you guys talking about? Please be quiet. Help. <laughs> I hope they don't sing those last two. <laughs> I'll be sad if they do. They do. Oh, well, they do. They do. There goes my RSD. There goes my... <laughs> so there's a whole genre of YouTube video called Actual Play, probably made f- the most famous by Critical Role. So uh, we're not going to get into all that. Get on YouTube, look up Critical Role, spend the next 500 hours of your life having a good time. Right, Alison? Oh, yes. That's how I spend um, most of my free time now is watching Critical Role, thinking about Critical... Anyways, enough Critical Role, back yeah. to us. So, well, yeah, so what's actual play then? So actual play is just when a group of friends, like we are, get together and play their normal D&D game, but with the camera on. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you've probably heard us use phrases like homebrewed world, meaning not something taken from a script written and produced by a company, but just kind of mm-hmm. living in our own imaginations. Uh, yeah. And so that's what we did. We called our good pal, Seth McKay, web designer McKay. and professional GM extraordinaire, mm-hmm. and said, would you come be our GM for a game? GM is game master. And let Matt and me and Evan and Fitz run wild in your little world for an hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. And and so this next episode is what came of that. Uh, Seth is a pro, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had, a, uh, you know, oftentimes one shots are longer, but we just kind of wanted to give people a taste, kind of give people an idea. And we had a ton of fun and we hope that you will, too. I'll say a couple of things. This is definitely a longer episode. Mm-hmm. It clocks in close to an hour and a half ish, I think. <laughs> and also, I did not edit out any profanity. <gasps> Because I felt that it would be actually taking away from the actual joy and entertainment that this podcast provides. Because my brother and Fitz are just so prolifically good at swearing. Yep. We we, we strive to get on their level, if we're being honest. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. I ain't gonna motherfucking happen. <gasps> you did it! <laughs> Yay! So... <laughs> So, if you like what you hear and see, please tell us, because we had a blast making this and editing it, and we would love to do it again. Please enjoy our adventure. And I've got a soup ladle big enough for Bud's butt, so here we go. (laughs) 
Mm. <laughs> All right, man, let's go. Come on. We we did not take it easy on the chaos, Seth. I, ho- I hope that's okay. Yeah. Of course. That is more than okay. That is honestly very exciting. Um, okay. Hello, everyone. I'm Seth McKay, your dungeon master for the day. And uh, I think we're just going to go around here real quick and uh, get some introductions, uh, character introductions from our players here. Diving in, I guess let's have the uh, marvelous Matt Pivens kick us off. Hello, uh, my real name is Matt, and I will be playing Mordecai Moody Wiscon. Oui. Uh, who is a tiefling warlock. And M- Moody is, you could just think of the prototypical uh, goth character. But he, the, the point is that it, it, he's used his tiefling name as a hopeful point to, to, he wants to aspire to be moody. I love it. All right, how about uh, the awesome Allison Kendrick, a.k.a. Ooh, AK. Like- a.k.a. AK. As I'm yes. sure is wholly original. You've never heard that before. Never, ever, ever. I love it so much. I love the alliteration. And tonight I will be playing Moody's twin sister, Matilda Wiscon. Uh, she is known as Snoopy. Uh, she's a uh, clockwork soul sorcerer. She has a fascination with learning, with taking things apart. Um, and she has some pretty cool mind palace abilities we'll get to see. And she's not at all moody. She is pretty happy, I think. Love it. All right. Uh, next, we got the extraordinary Evan Bivens. Uh, hi. I will be portraying... The character of Kriglinexter Flump Bud Bud Licker. He is a uh, a deep gnome, so he's just a little guy. Um, came from underground, and he's a rogue, and he's a little bit of a of a of a salty country bumpkin. And he and Herb have been friends for a good long time. And, uh, and, uh, but he does like these new whippersnappers, though, you know, like one is real booty or, or like super got the other one's like a clockwork robot. He's into it. Awesome. Speaking of, uh, Herb, how about the fantastic fits? Who are you playing tonight? I am playing Herb, who is a, uh, turtle, um, AKA just a giant turtle, and, um, you know, if you asked them, they would say that they are a chef. Unfortunately, they have some anger management problems, which puts them in the barbarian class um, within the D&D terms. Um, and, you know, being a seafaring creature, they are uh, Path of the Storm Herald. Awesome. Sounds and very snacks. fun. And... So, shall we dive in? Yes. Hurrah! Welcome, everyone, to the town of Twigton, a small settlement nestled at the base of a vast mountain range, surrounded by the deadly and unpredictable landscape of the Edrath Forest. Our story begins where most D&D one-shots start, a tavern. Or rather, it begins just outside of a tavern. The four of you approach the Sour Apple, It's the local inn and tavern within Twigton, and an establishment you've visited on many occasions. This particular occasion, uh, we find you returning from a successful quest, perhaps getting rid of some local rats. 
you uh, see posted up in his usual spot, old Toby, the friendly greeter at the Sour Apple, who is as much an institution of Twigton as the Sour Apple itself. He is a human in his later years, um, somewhere between 70 and 80, you would probably guess, uh, with a puff of white hair, spectacles that give him a, a wide-eyed look, uh, and this unwavering crooked grin. Uh, as he stands on the front porch of the sour apple, uh, leaning over the banister, uh, he calls out to you, Well, hello, everybody. How we doing today? At that moment, <coughs> you see the tavern before you erupts in flame and burning cinder as old Toby is thrown forward from the blast, landing a no. few feet from you. You see the shattered remnants of the sour apple freeze in midair before, like time running in reverse, it collapses back in on itself, condensing, and in an instant, vanishes in a flash of flame. What do you do? Well, you know, my oh. first thought here is that they really... They, this is why they didn't get an A on their health and safety rating, was because I knew that that oven was going to go one of these days. But... You know, maybe that wouldn't cause this this time loop thing. Right, Definitely man, the explosion. Oh, Toby's he's fucking dead, man. Come on, <laughs> that's harmless. You're just cracking on his. Do? I'm gonna roll here for Gotta old Toby. Gotta fix the gas leak. Roll for old Toby. Everyone, go ahead and give me uh, perception checks or investigation if you would like something like that. It, oh, it, like, with the natural get... twenty, y'all. Come on. Are you kidding? Never me? mind. The first one. Uh, because Buttle figured it out. Enough. That is a 26 total. Can can I cast a spell okay. super quickly? Yes. As as I'm investigating, as soon as this happens, I'm going to... Uh, Moody, uh, Bud, come here. And I'm going to just touch each of them really quickly, and I'm going to cast aid across each of you. So you have oh. uh, your hit point maximum and current hit points increased by five for the duration, which is eight hours. Wonderful. <laughs> Maximum and temporary up. Um, and then okay. I rolled a 21 on investigation. Okay. Me too. <gasps> 14 for me. 14. Okay. So um, we had a nat 20 from Evan. What, what's your total, Evan? Obviously, nat 20 uh, is going to be special. 26 but. total. Wow. 26. Wow. Okay. As you all kind of react to this this explosion of this tavern. But you see, uh, first of all, immediately you see a figure fleeing the scene, uh, mm, kind of on the opposite yeah. side of where the entrance was. Uh, you see a, a fairly small form um, in a just ragged cloak, kind of just scrambling through the street. I would say Snoopy and Herb, uh, you both see this as well. Uh, you also see old Toby, um, Moving up to to him uh, seems just maybe barely conscious um, and kind of in this reacting uh, this this initial reaction from it you see um, uh, folks in the town start to, to come out to see w what's going on you see people rushing over to you um, and you notice with these super high rolls um, the tavern is more or less completely gone. Uh, you don't see bodies 
you don't see you know, Agatha, the the owner slash bartender, um, is okay. is nowhere to be seen. Any patrons that maybe were in the tavern at this time of day uh, are just vanished. You see these faintly kind of glowing, almost cooling runes, sort of. Um, as you kind of move around to investigate on each corner of the tavern that, that are kind of hot to the touch. Well, by, <laughs> yeah. before, before it's too late, because you said that we saw a cloaked figure running away, right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Do they seem to be running away because they are scared, or are they running away because they are trying to hide their identity and get away? Uh, they seem very uh, guilty. <laughs> In there. Okay, I'm gonna. I've got Much. this turtle's got forty foot speed, and I'm coming for him. Okay, uh, so Herb, you uh, take off um, after this individual. As Snoopy uh, kind of instinctively react uh, in a reaction, kind of cast the spell of aid on all of you. Um, are the rest of you giving chase or? I'm going to jump on Herb's back, right in, like, just dig into her shell garden, just nestle on in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, grab onto some of that that, uh, that loose hummus, and I just screamed to Moody and Snoopy, this was Ooh. not a gas leak, that guy looks incredibly guilty, we have to get him! And I just start taking off with Bud grabbing onto some lettuce or something on the back of my shell garden. I thought you said loose hummus. <laughs> yeah, like, you know hummus? That's what I heard. Like dirt? Not like chickpea hummus, like dirt hummus, my dude. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> glad Evan and I were on chickpeas there. Just globs yes, of, of chickpeas. Oh, no. Yeah, I, put, I made some, some hummus, and I put it in a bowl, and I just stuck it in the middle of a cabbage just for safekeeping for later. I'm allergic. Delicious. I was picturing the same. Uh, yes. DM, would would Moody be able to send uh, uh, just a a <laughs> a very bold Eldritch blast in the direction of our little friend? Definitely. M- yes. Moody, most certainly. Moody's. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. All right. Uh, that's twenty six to hit. <laughs> twenty six. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead and describe it for me as you uh, kind of summon this magic and, and cast it forth. So Moody watches Herb and uh, and Bud Bud jumping on the hummus of 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 Herb's back, and before he he knows that his sister doesn't love it when he when his first reaction is violence, but he just can't help it, and he just kind of uh, he kind of opens up his palm, and there's like this little black spot that starts on his palm, and then it grows and grows and grows into this ball that's kind of wisping and has sort of these black tentacles, and he just goes, as, as, uh, as he's been practicing for, for decades, and it just shoots straight at the running, cloaked, small figure, and it gains in size as it... Fantastic. As this blast <laughs> of energy from your hand uh, passes uh, Bud and Herb, it, it impacts on this individual, kind of just as you're catching up to it, Herb. And uh, you see them just splay out. Uh, and as the cloak hits the ground, uh, Herb, you see just beneath it almost this uh, mini just of like a detonation as the cloak sort of falls flat. Um, and you see kind of these wisps, wisps of flame sort of exit out of the sleeves and, and 
you see whatever you saw legs on this individual, you saw a body. Um, but as it kind of impacted, um, I didn't even have you roll damage, Moody. No. I'm just realizing. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Uh, in One this case, point. uh, I, I guess it wasn't necessary. Um, as this form just, it, you just see kind of a cloak now laying where it was. Oh, Toby uh-huh. one. What happened? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full on Obi Wan. <laughs> I would say uh, pulling pulling from your previous checks, uh, investigation perception. These the twenty ones, twenty six. Um, uh, Herb and Bud, as you get there, you're able to kind of quickly sort of uh, toss through these robes, and you see kind of falling out. Um, looks like it was probably a necklace of some kind with with like a emblem on it, uh, and you look at it and. Um, it's just kind of this orb of like wreathing, writhing flame. It was just some sort of token to this individual. Okay. I just, I just looked over at, at, at my sister with a slight sheepish, yeah, a slight sheepish look on my face because I've, I've done it again. Um, so I, I slowly walk over to join. I shrug it's, and I want to cross over to where we saw him running from. See if maybe anything was dropped or any clues over in that area. Okay. Um, you see, just continuing with, with that initial investigation, uh, you see kind of at the, the back, which you assume kind of opposite the entrance of the, the rear of the tavern, um, you see uh, kind of a smaller sigil that, that resembles the, the four that you saw on the corner of the tavern. Um, and... I would say with that check, you can identify, it seems like some sort of uh, kind of sparking, um, something that initiated this arcane effect on the tavern. Um, and based on the, the, the strides of this individual, it clearly was them that, you know, sort of initiated this. Hmm. Um, as the two of you are kind of looking at this herb and bud, kind of just <laughs> in, inspecting this uh, emblem, uh, you get almost like a ping. Uh, it kind of warms up every now and oh. then. Uh, kind of like begins to to get cool, cooler or warmer, 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 and then it'll kind of fading and kind of cool off as you kind of are moving it about in the air. Oh, you ever mm-hmm. seen something like this, Herb? No, I haven't seen anything like this. Did I have a question though, Bud? Did Moody yeah. just explode that guy, or did he? He, he hold straight up obliterated his ass. Yeah, man. I'm, that was well, Moody, and with like, okay. Look, and he walks up and he's kill, like, man. "I'm deeply sorry." Yeah. Nah, I don't think you are, man. I think you enjoyed it. That's well, it's okay. There's no shame in the game. Look, look at look, man. He's just a smoking husk. Let me try to make actually, up for let's it. Let's check it. Is there actually any body left? Yeah. So this. Uh, no, you see, just ashes. Um, mm. To whoever this was Eep. is just incinerated, finished. See, Herb. that's my question: is I wonder if uh, Moody actually exploded this guy, or if Bud. You've told me not to hold him by farts because you know you might just unexpectedly <laughs> explode, and I mean, in a moment of stress, I mean, he's ashes now. Yeah. Did he but, did he look like he has he had digestive stress? 
Uh, it's hard yeah. to say. He's just dust now, so it's tough. Could have used but, some yogurt, I think. Uh, well, I don't know. Let's we try have this. Uh, yeah, shake it, Herb. Shake it. I, I, shake it. I can cast a, a spell to try to identify that trinket. Oh, snap! Like yeah. What are you waiting for? That's all right. I have. I need eleven minutes. So specific. Oh. <laughs> so specific. Really? Yeah. Uh, and so I, I start. Cr- I, I start casting uh, identify for, and it'll take eleven okay. minutes. Yeah. Okay. Pull out my book. I pull out um, a book. I've got my my favorite book. It's a book of shadows, <laughs> and uh, and it's very worn, uh, but <clears throat> taken well care of. And I just start flipping through. I put on my reading glasses, and uh, even though I don't really need them, I think I think that they make me look distinguished. And I start casting identify. Okay. Um, as you cast the spell, you feel the magic sort of uh, coalesce, and you get kind of this this wave of of sort of recognition um, passes over your mind as you see this now as an emblem of Kosuth and. I would say with this spell identify, you understand Kosuth is actually uh, the Lord of Flame in the elemental plane of fire, actually. Um, and with that um, spell as well, you also get a sense of its sort of purpose. You recognize it as uh, maybe not necessarily a religious symbol, but but some token of um, iconography of some sort to this individual. And you get an under, gain an understanding of kind of uh, what uh, Herb and Bud were, were gathering before with the warming and the cooling of this is as you kind of move about, it almost acts like, like a compass. Anytime it points uh, somewhat northward, it, it begins to glow with this kind of warmth um, within the metal. Mm. Oh. And with that, oh. we are going to... Uh, move forward as you all journey north following this this fiery compass um, you travel for about half a day about four hours uh, northward sort of sort of uh, using this to guide you forward uh, the four of you come upon a small clearing where the forest and the mountains meet uh, you see uh, in this clearing a simple ramshackle fortification uh, with roughly uh, built walls of wooden planks. Uh, you see a few makeshift barriers of branches and scraps of wood that have been sharpened to points. Um, and you see kind of just beyond within the walls the faint trail of smoke. Um, looks like from maybe a dying fire or something. Okay, before we go anywhere, you guys, as we've been traveling, I uh, made some snacks. It's been a long day. I want to make sure everybody has enough uh, protein and um, everything that we need if we're going to get into a scrap. So uh, here, here I, uh, I used the medallion to toast some pita bread. So I give everybody a couple of pita, pita crisps. Um, and then I, I reach onto my shell garden and I pull off a couple of fresh bell peppers. And I had those out. And then I pull out a bucket of hummus from inside my shell. All right, everybody dig in. Uh Make sure you've had enough. <laughs> this hummus is really warm. Do you think sh- bell peppers? The, the, the inflammation's really bad for me. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Do you man. Want, I have I have um, I, I have some other things. I've got some tomatoes. If you'd like some of those, <gasps> beautiful. Thank you. A, a cucumber. Uh, okay, great. You know what? Why don't you just go to the shell, grab whatever you want, 
And uh, because I have the chef feet, um, everybody who eats uh, a snack uh, on our trip up here gains three temporary hit points. Dang. Dang. Beautiful. Uh, By the way, the the timing on aid that I cast earlier is eight hours, so you also still have those five. Wow. Boom. All right. So let's take a look around. Wait, so there's pointy sticks and somebody put out a fire. What else? Uh, Uh, I mean, they. Sorry. What'd you say, Herb? I was ignoring Bud's request for more information, (laughs) and I was going to ask if we should just go walk up and say hello. (laughs) Well, uh, always good to be impulsive in life and in D and D. Yes, go for it, Herb. You are welcome to go ahead and walk up. But as you do, uh, I guess everyone go ahead and give me perception checks as you are kind of surveying the area, see what else you see. It has to be perception. It can't be investigation. Uh, no, that investigation uh-huh. will work as well for this. Phew. 21. Wow. Well, either way, it's not a Big great roll. Uh, dirty 20 uh, for me. An 8 for me. Okay. I got distracted by my book again. Sorry. <laughs> so so Bud had a 21 and Moody had a 20. Uh, 20. Mm-hmm. Dirty 20. Okay. <clears throat> uh, and a 10 and an 8. So uh, I guess, Herb, are you walking up? I ask if I should walk. Should we just go okay. say yes. hello, everybody? Yeah? Okay. So uh, yeah. Bud and Moody. Yes. Sorry, Moody, you had your finger up. What were you guys saying? I was going to suggest caution, but... Oh. Why? Simply because the creature that that we last met destroyed an entire tavern. Look, look. Justice for old Toby. Are you in or are you out? I'm in. Let's Always. go. All right. Let's go. Okay. So uh, as you approach Bud and Moody, you actually don't hear anything beyond these walls immediately. Um, kind of uh, taking a, a moment to kind of see if you notice any movement or anything. You feel pretty confident that it's somewhat abandoned. Um, but as you all move into the space... You do notice with the, the emblem you have, Moody, of this emblem of Kosuth, uh, mm-hmm. begins to, to flare in warmth almost uh, to, to an uncomfortable degree. As you proceed into this sort of small encampment, you see uh, the remnants of, uh, you know, a, a camp. You see sort of sleeping gear, you see uh, cook fire, uh, etc., but um, kind of back in the back of... Uh, on the against the mountain walls, these kind of steep, sloping, uh, rocky uh, precipice, you you see a sort of broken opening um, within, and you see a tunnel beyond. With your twenty-one, bud, and and your uh, twenty, Moody, you both hear sort of indistinct sounds, very faint, kind of coming from the tunnel, but. As far as the encampment goes, it seems all clear. Do we want to give you get that? this this yeah. this tent area a, a once over before we go in, just in case? Taint area. Sure. What? Def- definitely not the taint area. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> I'm sorry. The tent area. Bud. Do we want to get the tent, bud, the tent area once over? Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's check him out. Let's check well, out the yes. a, a quick investigation check, perhaps, in the in the general, or is it too large to do comfortably? Oh snap! Look uh, at that right. taint. <laughs> it's a very, very, what? very nice taint. Yeah, it's natural, man. Come on. Uh, you see yeah. kind of a, a rough cloth hanging over this this entrance, this cave entrance. Is there a treasure chest filled with healing potions by any chance? Uh, everyone go ahead and give me investigation checks. Okay. Okay. Uh, 21. 17. Another 21. Well, wow. I'm rolling good tonight, y'all. Appreciate you. Job, Sorry, Snoopy. What did you say? What'd you get? Uh, 17. And just an 11 for me. 11 for Moody. Trust me, guys, I have an intelligence of nine. So my investigation was uh, very, very great. Thorough. All right, good. As the four of you poke around this uh, encampment um, looking for anything valuable, you're pretty confident there's there's not really anything uh, noteworthy. However, with those checks, you get... Kind of looking at the tracks, it's it's a well-worn sort of floor. It seems like uh, this has probably been set up for, for a while, maybe six months to a year. You see, with the 21, you, you notice probably two sets of footprints that seem more recent that, that enter this, this cave. Really? Um, you see a lot of smaller feet, um, almost like there's like little singe marks on the ground where these, these smaller footprints are. Um, but you don't really see any of those sort of entering the cave or really at all. Um, you kind of just see them leaving and, and returning from the encampment. Mm-hmm. How big? Like, if I measured my little old foot next to one of them, is it about the same size? Um, some of them about the same size. Some of them um, maybe a little bit, one, one or two sizes up. All Even right. with that, they're they're not quite like uh, a goblin's footprint. They, they almost, they look similar, um, but they look a little distorted or something. Just it's kind of some, some of the other sort of creatures you're familiar with. Uh, the stank foot goblin. The infamous stank ass foot goblinoid creature. No? I was Not just going to ask you, bud, you've got that look on your face. It looks like you found evidence of stank ass feet. Man, you can smell it a mile away. Now, what about what about these big these biggins? Are those those are going inside the the tunnel, the cave tunnel? Yes. How big is it? Yes, those seem to be proceeding within. Um, looks like a large sort of boot print. I turn All around right. with a big smile on my face and just go, "I'm ready to go in the cave now." Oh, I bet there's more things God. to see in there. Sister, oh God, excited. you scared me to my core. God, Why? that was the scariest. I don't know, but there was something about that. It was the most terrifying thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's okay, I'm over it. Yeah. It's good. I, I'm no, just it's always good. In, you just keep that, you keep that energy going, of information. Man. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Right. Let's go. So, Snoopy, everybody... are you leading the charge? Yeah, with my nope. super high passive perception of nine, I should definitely oh, be in the front. Yeah. I, I do have I do have sixty feet of dark vision though, so yeah. I, I, unless somebody else in the party overtakes me, Snoopy's gonna start marauding. Let's do this. 
Her survival I, instinct I, isn't the best. <laughs> I actually, I actually, uh, I have the ability to to speak to my sister uh, using telepathy, and I and I say, Snoopy, please return. Let us send the tank into the dangerous area first, please. And without, I, I don't have a way to respond to him. No, you, so you I'm just going to use. So he's got his telepathy. I have my telekinesis. And I'm just going to give him a good old telekinetic shove and try and pull him up five feet towards me. Let's go! Okay. Uh, she's she's very excited. Let's What are y'all doing over there? there. Mm. No, they're so really all... excited to die. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually very excited to die. I know, man. Come on. That's weird. You need, some, you need to work on your self-esteem a little bit. Yeah. By the way, you, you, uh, Moody, can choose if you want to uh, with, try and withstand my telekinetic shove. Oh, I'm, I'm so used to it. I'm so used to it that I, that I just kind of just go with the flow. Embrace it. Yeah, I embrace <laughs> it. And it, it, what it signifies is that, is that Snoopy is just excited. So, uh, yes. Okay. So uh, the four of you can you proceed. see in the dark? Ooh, good question. Yeah, man. Come on, please. That's well, that's okay. like the most insulting thing I've ever been asked in my life. Well, look, I know you're from the Underdark, but I thought it would be rude to assume. I can't see in the dark. Would you hold my hand, please? Of course I would. Okay, promised? let's go. We, we should move forward. <laughs> yeah, come on. As you, the four of you, enter this tunnel, mm. uh, you feel kind of a, a wafting of warmth hit you. As you enter, um, it's not uncomfortable at first, but fairly quickly it gets to that point as you sort of moving along this tunnel. It's probably about 10 feet wide. Um, you see the walls of the tunnel are, are somewhat sort of wavy and textured, um, but have this smoothness to them. And uh, it seems to descend sort of winding down chaotically. Um, and as you proceed, it, it begins to get hotter and hotter. Uh, to the point where you just feel yourself sweating. Do turtles sweat? Turtles? Mm. Mm. Um, I don't know I guess if... I'll leave if, that up if, here. Yeah, I don't know if they sweat, but I'll say that the uh, leafy greens on my shell garden are wilting a little bit. <gasps> Not as snacks. Ooh. Not as crisp. Yes. <laughs> they definitely are wilting. As as some of you, your clothes begin to stick to you. Mm. Um, uh, just Just from the heat... And uh, you see about, uh, as you proceed, probably about 20, no, about 20 minutes uh, down, down this path, you um, see the tunnel opens up, up ahead. And there is light down here. Um, mm. You see a sort of shifting glow. Um, and you see uh, kind of as this tunnel opens up, uh, you see... Uh, uh, kind of a series of torches kind of flanking the entrance. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should skim along the walls. Yeah, should we should yeah, should we do a should we do a little stealthy time? Yes. And while but as saying this, he's pulling out his his um water skin and he's just squirting uh, herb down. Just okay. Hey, just yeah. watering the plants. Uh, Mm-hmm. I know that you ain't. I know you ain't got no sweat glands, you know. So 
Yeah, Just trying to help thanks, you brother. out. It's hot. <coughs> it's hot in here, and I have no clothes to take off. So thank uh, you. Uh, oh sure. snap! Okay, okay. Let's be uh, sneaky. Yeah. So I will describe the room as um, as you kind of peek in, kind of along the walls. Before you, the chamber before you uh, seems to be a large open cavern space with, with rough stone walls. Uh, near the center of this room, you see there are two columns formed uh, where some stalagmites and stalactites uh, meet. Um, you see... Hmm. What must be the source of this sweltering heat, a large circular platform uh, on the uh, sort of opposite the wall you are at, uh, maybe 20 feet across, you see within it this vibrant glow sort of issuing up, uh, and uh, in the air you see this, this almost disorienting sort of warping to the air from the heat waves issuing forth from this sort of 20 foot, 20 by 20 round platform uh it's it's kind of eye level where you are so you can't really see down into it but uh you know you can make your own sort of conclusions from from what you see and feel with that uh sorry were y'all trying to sneak up to this opening okay yeah so go ahead so. yeah. and give me stealth checks please Oh, thank God I rolled that one high because I'm a negative one. Uh, That's not very so good. 18, 18. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 10. That is and uh, also a 13 18 for, for Bud. 18 for Bud? 13. Sorry. 13. Yeah. And Moody, so what did, did you already say what you got? Sorry. And I got an 18. Ah, okay. Yeah. Twins? Twins. Yes. Uh, okay, cool. so the, the two sneaky twins kind of uh, move in, um, kind of seeing this chamber first, um, and uh, you hear sort of uh, the sounds of sort of splashing water and, and a little bit of uh, maybe some evaporating happening as, as Bud is sort of pouring water over Herb behind you. Uh, <laughs> as you move in, uh, you... <laughs> You hear your two companions being louder than than maybe the two of you would hope uh, with mm-hmm. how stealthy you are being. And as this sound kind of carries throughout this chamber, with that you hear uh, a voice ring out. Ha <laughs> ha! Welcome! Welcome! You see, across this chamber, the weathered form of old Toby. <gasps> So good of you all to arrive on time. I suppose I should introduce myself properly. You see, the wrinkles fade, the hair unfurls down to the waist, the ears extend to pointed tips, and the illusion you are so familiar with altogether drops. You have got to teach me how to do that. As this uh, new form is, is revealed, you see he seems to ignite in flames for a moment before they kind of fade away. Um, I am Tobinwheel the Tricky, harbinger of the Herald, Keeper of the Gate, and you, you four, shall be my final sacrifice. Uh, you see this excitement in his eyes. Um, I guess... With that, I'm I'm sort of retconning in my head, realizing Moody and Snoopy got 18. Um, <laughs> that maybe he didn't see the four of you. 
He uh, just saw those so, two behind us. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he goes, ah, <laughs> you all will be my final sacrifice. Um, do you all react at all? Or would yeah, you like to? Well, I, I have a question, but the, first of all, what kind of sacrifice? Because I don't want to, like, you know, explode or die or anything like that. But, like, if you need, I don't know, if you just need a helper, I guess I could do that. But, but I have a question, though. I, really, more importantly, I'm, I'm confused. Because why would you blow yeah. up your own restaurant unless it was for, uh -huh. like, an insurance scam? So what does an right. insurance scam and needing a sacrifices have to do with each other? Oh, dear. My plans and are far you beyond been your... Toby? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> have you always been old toby or are you just masquerading as old toby now or i mean think about all the good times we had together i mean we were like you know oh no i our... killed old old toby before he was old because uh, oh. i've been old toby for i want to say around 50 years working this plan oh my god so all those times Scheming, together where we building sat at the bar late at night just you know drunk out of our minds part of the process. and cuddling each other all of that All the, stuff was... Yes. That was you. It was meaningless. Our karaoke duets meant nothing to you? Exactly. Yeah, good call, Herd. Man, that's messed they, up. They meant absolutely nothing. The only thing oh. that mattered is summoning the Herald. The Herald oh. of Kosuth. And oh. this is that day. Uh, um, so he can't see Moody or me, right? Right, so he you all, he you two have here. kind of slunk into you. You kind of uh, identified some some pockets of this rough uh, sort of cavern that that kind of were cloaked in shadow due to the, the torches and, and kind of slipped into those okay. areas. So as he kind of reaches that pinnacle, can I cast a spell at him as he's railing on my friends? Definitely, yes, you may. Go ahead. What would you like to cast? So I'm gonna just step out. So how far from him are we? First of all, let me. Yes. So this is. Uh, the sort of pit of fire mm -hmm. um, on the opposite side of this chamber is about 20 feet wide. Um, I'd say he's about 60 feet from you. So then I'm right. going to step out and I'm going to hit him with Atasha's mind whip at second level. Okay. Whip so good. what right. this, this is, good. is I physically lash out at a creature I can see within range. He's going to need to make an intelligent saving throw for me. DC is 15. Okay. So let's first see if he does that. Okay. He is good at these this intelligence saves. So, sure. uh, however, that is a natural one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> snap. So, a couple cool things are going to happen now. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, having no impulse control finally paid off for maybe the first time in Snoopy's life. Um, so, first thing, we're going to hit him with the damage. So, that's going to be six. And five, so uh, he's taking 11 points of psychic damage. Okay. And when we get to his turn, he only gets a move, an action, or a bonus action. And he can't take reactions gotcha. for the next round. Okay. Oh, snap. Beautiful. Okay. Um, wow. I guess with that initial strike, um, let's go ahead and roll some initiative, y'all. Yeah, we <laughs> We'll be the critical role sound effect here. 
Well, Snoopy, Appreciate since you, you kicked off us, kicked us off with this combat, uh, what was your initiative? I, I'm really glad I, I sneaked in that turn because I rolled pretty low. Uh, eight for initiative. Eight. Okay. Snoop, we got Snoopy at eight. What about Moody? Eighteen. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Herb, what you got? Uh, sixteen. And Bud. I also got a 16. Ooh. You're probably more Rollies? dexterous than I am. Ooh, Rollies! Or, yeah. Rollies! Rollies! Oh, man. All right. What you got? Nine. I got a 15. I got a 15. Go, Herb. Beautiful. Right. Okay. All right. So. It's a beautiful this, dance combat. It is a beautiful dance. I have a question for my yes. sister. Did you, did you take the opposite wall? Snoop, or did, or did we kind of sneak no, I, together? Yeah, I stuck to you. I stuck yeah, close okay. to you. That's what I, that's what I thought. Just, and just I didn't. Sure. And the the spell range was ninety feet, so I didn't really like. I may have taken like one step forward. Okay. Um, to kind of announce my presence, but I did not go far. Mm. Awesome. Okay. So yeah. So uh, just since we're kind of going theater of the mind with this, he is on the far side. So he's just okay. beyond, kind of on the the far end of the room, almost as far back as you can get. And you see kind of before him this kind of platform uh, okay. about waist height, uh, like an like a altar that he seems to be standing in front of. Um, um, but since we are doing more theater of the mind, we'll keep it kind of loosey-goosey with, with as far as ranges and, and sort of proximity and that's, that kind of stuff. So okay. um, if you want to rush up to someone, just just let me know. Um, mm. However, first things first, Tobin Dweel, the tricky, the harbinger of the Herald, did roll a 19. Darn so, uh, shit! He is actually going to go first um, <laughs> after this oh. initial reaction. However, um, he only gets one, one of his things, correct? One, one of the three, action, bonus action, or movement. Okay, so that is very spell. unfortunate uh, with him. I guess um, now that we're in combat and, and, and kind of diving in, Snoopy, would you describe the, the mind whip for us? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, Snoopy's, you know, her, her, her magic is a little bit more transparent uh, than her brother's, uh, but with like a little bit of glitter. So it's just kind of like this more silvery wisp um, comes out and you don't see it until the second before it hits you. So it, it kind of leaves her hands, travels through the air, and then shows up in his face, and papow, and boy, does he feel it. Yes, he does. As the spell indicates, you see him kind of whiplash his head back, um, and he's, he's reeling from the pain, um, and you see him stagger a bit, and his eyes uh, go a little wide, uh, not expecting this, um, and he is actually going to... Um, use his action to uh, just futz with the the sort of platform, the altar in front of him, um, because that he can only do one thing. So um, you see, he seems to prioritize what's in front of him, and um, as he does so, he goes, uh, "Doma, do you mind?" Uh, and you all see or hear. Uh, this sort of hulking footsteps from the left side of this cave entrance. 
Um, and we will get to that character uh, oh, on her turn. Oh. Uh, and unless uh-huh. one of you moves over towards these footsteps, uh, which you very well can do, Moody, it is now your turn. Okay, so this, the sound is from the left of him? Kind of, as you, as you enter this sort of funnel of the room, it's kind of yes. coming straight to the left, where, the, where okay. the wall kind of curves around. Okay, so my goal was going to be to see if I could get over to him, and if there was any, and as I was running, I would, it's pure theater, but I, I have this thing that I do where I, where I cast a shadow, I create a blade made of shadow, but I pretend that I've got like this sheath for the sword, and I'm unsheathing it. I think I look super cool when I'm, while I'm pulling this, this sword cool. out. And, and it kind of, as I move my hand out, it just sort of extends out into this, to this long sort of uh, sh- shimmering shadow weapon. Uh, and my goal was if he was in dim light or darkness, I would have advantage to attack him. But I don't know if, number one, I'll run into this approaching creature or no. Yes. Would, or whether so he's would, in light. I guess Snoopy and Moody, would y'all have... Gone to the right side or the left side? Apologies if you had already stated that. I did not state that. What did we do, Snoopy? Do you want to roll for it? Yeah. yeah to... Yes, always. Okay. What do we? What should so we do? So odd is left, even, even left? is right. Oh. Perfect. Okay. Odd left, wanna, even right. You want to do the honors? You do it. Okay. You do. Odd it. left, even right. That's a six. So that's the right. So, so we that's the right. Yes. Okay. So, so uh, the footsteps are coming opposite the side you opposite, are Opposite, great. Then if I have the ability to go around and stay as hidden as I could and maybe <laughs> just kind of come out, out at him with the sword, I would do that. Yes, so you uh, sort of, <laughs> I would even say since, uh, since you were stealth and kind of, uh, uh, kind of slinking along this wall, uh, you... you kind of seeing your, your sister react, you were able to kind of get yourself into position um, mm-hmm. where you see uh, Tobin Duil standing. Uh, he is cast in this, this bright light from the... Okay, um, that's fair. From what you see now is just a lava pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as you approach... So uh, I would say with the shadows, however, if, if it requires you being in dim light or darkness, then then you would definitely be able to find that advantage. Um, but if it requires for the creature, then I would say he's probably pretty, pretty illuminated lit. from Okay, from he's the, lit, man. The um, it's lit! He's lit. Uh, no, it's the target. See, you use the sword to attack a target that's in dim light, that's advantage. So that's okay. I will still try to stab him through the um, side. Okay. Okay. So, uh, that's just regular attack. Okay. So this is a melee spell attack? Allison, he cannot take reactions, if I remember correctly. Correct. For this round. (laughs) That's a dirty 20. Yeah, it is. Uh, Dirty 20. That definitely hits. And then 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. Okay, wow. Wow. Um, As you... Go, bro! Yes. As you move out, you slash with this sort of, um, would you say it's, it's billowing a bit as you swing yes. the, the smoky yes. sword? Um, yeah, smoking uh, 
shimmering and yes, pulsing. Yes, as the as the blade, uh, this arcane blade, pierces into a Tobinduil, uh, you actually see uh, flames almost erupt. Um, what's your passive perception? Uh, Eleven. Okay, uh, you see them erupt kind of from his side, um, and you actually take 11 points of fire damage, which no. you are... Uh, Where resistant? Wait, are you yeah. tiefling? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I do have resistance. So okay, good. Half to five. Okay. Um, but you see this burst of flame as you strike out uh, oh with boy. your blade, um, but it sinks deep, uh, and he reacts uh, in this groan of pain. Um, you also, now that you're up here, you get a good look sort of at... Um, the sort of altar in this this large pit now that seems constructed. You see runes sort of around the the exterior of it, um, and uh, you see flame beginning to uh, appear around in a circle around the pit. And with your proximity, you can see this massive, hulking twenty to twenty five foot flaming sort of. Uh, just massive, writhing, flaming humanoid figure standing atop this lava pit, uh, almost like shimmering in and out. Uh, it's not quite coalesced, but it is. Uh, v- you are very aware of it all of a sudden as he sort of is scrambling at this altar. Okay, so there's there's something appearing, starting to appear in the lava pit, and then there's noise on the left side of the room, and then him. It's all coming from this lava pit. Okay. Okay. Yes, and the noise on the left side of the room. And the noise on the left side of the room. Yes, and you see, you Uh see, kind of, uh, um, uh, from your your perspective now, standing up where Tobin Dweel is, uh, you see this hulking orc sort of stepping out of the shadows. Uh, You see, she has two long, kind of tightly woven braids down either side of her head. Uh, These. Uh, these massive menacing tusks protruding out of her mouth. You see one of them is pierced with like a metal ring. Um, And uh, you see her just kind of shaking her head. Uh, And you hear her just say, "Ah, good gods, bloody blew my cover. Uh, And uh, then we will move to Herb. Unless you just get one attack with that weapon? Yeah, just one attack, yeah. Okay, so I have a very important question. Yes. Was it was it Tobin that gave fire damage to Moody? What exactly gave fire damage to Moody? Uh, it was Tobin. It was when the when the blade hit Tobin Dweel, um, he seemed to burst in out in flames. Okay. Uh, well, here's the deal. Nobody hurts my buddies, and I go into a rage. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to run headlong at him. Um, okay. And full full speed ahead. I go running for Tobed, um, and I pull out my my meat tenderizer, which is just a mall, but um, it's my meat tenderizer. Uh, and I am going Love to it. give him a hearty smack for hurting okay. Moody. Awesome. Go ahead and roll your attack, which I believe you get reckless. two attacks, correct? Okay, awesome. Right. Like I said, nobody hurts my body. 
<laughs> going reckless. So you get advantage on this attack. Uh, so you're going to roll twice yep. and take the higher number. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> Rolled a two and a four. So a, nice. uh, wait, wait. I got to do math. An 11. Yep. Okay. 11 uh, so misses. My, Okay, so my first swig, uh, I was I was running, and I, you know the the rage has taken hold, um, and I just couldn't see straight a little bit there for the first one. So I'm going in for the second one. Oh, that's better. Okay, that's a that's a twenty four to hit. That hits, yes. Right. Okay. Uh, Surprising no one, that hits the wizard. I'm kind of surprised that the 11 didn't hit. <laughs> I know. He, um, yeah. Yeah. He's, I just rolled he's... ones on all of my D6s. Uh, Come so, on. Oh, really? It's, uh, yeah. So it's a big, uh, let's see. So I, I get six points of, uh, is this bludgeoning, da- bludgeoning damage from the meat tenderizer? And, and how many points is my rage worth these days? Hold on. Plus two. And two rage two. points of damage. Okay, beautiful. Um, okay. Oh, oh, oh. An important thing to note, it's not going to take effect this time because I used my bonus action to rage. But there is now a 10-foot aura uh, radiating around Herb that is crackling with lightning. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. So you, Herb, as you run up, you see this massive kind of glowing... Uh, fiery figure appearing in this lava, uh, seemingly being summoned from this ritual. Um, you swing Owl out at Tobin Dweel, uh, glancing him with one blow as this lightning crackles around you. Um, and as you hit, yeah. you take five points of fire damage as this me, now uh, you see sort of uh, reacting to melee attacks. This fire shield uh, erupts outward. I mean, and it, that will bring know, us to Bud. Yeah. Fuck him up, Herb. Don't, don't let him send your nethers. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, okay. So the orc who came out, they, what did they say again? Did they they said Bud blew my cover? Uh, she don't. she seemed upset that uh, this wizard kind of revealed her position. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay, she okay, just said, okay. So she's she, not she was with exasperated us. She's with, with, him. with the wizard. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. So I have two people who are within melee of the wizard. And yes. was there a panel that he was, like, working on near uh, the altar? Like some, yeah, just like a stone sort of platform. No, okay. Uh, and he's just kind of reacting to the altar. Right. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, for my bonus action, I'm going to use insightful fighting. Okay. On the on Ooh, the very cool. Okay. And so she will need to. It's a um, contested check. I will roll insight deception? against her deception. Yep. Okay. Oh no. Nope. Nope. That's a natural one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh. I mean, I don't know. Roll deception. Maybe she'll get a natural one too. <laughs> uh, she, 
She actually got a 20 total. Oh, oh wow. Boy. Well, sick. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. okay. Um, so I'm going to attack <clears throat> the wizard who, okay. um, uh, with my crossbow. So I'm just going to maneuver since I see the orc coming on the left. I'm going to get over towards the the right wall, get some distance between me and her, and okay. 25 feet uh, or however many feet there is, and I'm going to attack him. Uh, ooh, yeah, 17 plus eight. I'll probably do it. Yes, definitely. To okay, to so hit. that's seven plus. Sneak attack, merge. 3d6. Oh, snap. Come on, come on. So that was 7 plus 7, 8, 9, 10, 14 points of crossbow piercing damage. Okay. Uh, He's he's looking pretty hurt at this point. Um, As you uh, kind of snipe with your crossbow, uh, you see it pierces him uh, kind of in the upper shoulder. uh, And uh, he's he's looking a bit sort of frantic now, being flanked on both sides. Uh, You don't see the the kind of fire around him react to your crossbow bolt. Um, Justice for old Toby! would you like to move at all, or you, you, uh, or did you already? You, yeah, you just moving? further away from the orc, like not too close okay. to anybody. Just trying to kind of uh, keep your distance. Yeah, keep a, like keep away. Okay, um, it is Doma's turn now. Uh, mm. This uh, uh, sort of hulking orc um, is going to. Uh, she's going to rush over to her um, as you are attacking Tobin Duel. So uh, you see she uh, pulls out this massive war mace um, and just barrels over to you. Hey, hey, stop. Uh, and it's just going <laughs> to swing twice. Hey, stop. She seems very sort of... Hey. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you guy. Hey, you guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, cut it out. Uh, he's paying me. Um, and <laughs> she gets an eight to hit on the first swing. Nope. Uh, and an 18 to hit on the second. Oh, that gets me. But wait a minute. Okay, so. you She would have advantage against you, though. That's true. That's right. um, I'm going to it's use my reaction to restore yes. balance, and I'm going to take away her Ooh. advantage on Herb. So she will be doing a straight roll. Oh, beautiful. Sick. Beautiful. What's that? Um, I never heard of that. Clock. It's uh, it's uh, part of the Clockwork Soul Sorcerer, so it's called Restore Balance. Oh. And so when I see somebody uh, within my range, if you if a foe is ro- rolling against myself or my allies at advantage, I can cancel that advantage. If you're rolling at disadvantage, I can cancel your disadvantage. Nice. Pretty cool. Boom. Love them robots. Uh, so the first robot. strike still misses, uh, and the second strike only hits for, for a, a sad little... Six damage. And is that halved um, already? No, so it would be three. Aha! Because of your rage. Um, <laughs> as you are just raging out on this uh, this uh, ancient high elf um, who is hurting your buddies, uh, you, you don't even really notice as the war mace just glances off of your shell. Uh, yeah, a couple and that will bring us a snap under the weight of it. 
Yeah. So are the orc and the 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 mad mage are they are they close to each other now? They are very close. Great. Uh, you got kind We're of like do... a double sandwich situation going. There's Amazing. Four We're going to do something super fun then. I am <laughs> going to. Um, I, I, I'm first of all, I'm feeling a little left out and lonely that everybody else is up in that party. And I'm, so I'm, I'm going to run over there um, and get with my buddies. And then I am going to cast at second level Crown of Madness. And I'm going to expend two sorcery points to twin that spell. So it's going to be hitting both the orc and the wizard. So okay. they both need to roll me wisdom saving throws, DC 15. And as I'm running, okay. I'm coming, you guys, I'm coming. Don't have all the fun without me. Okay, the wizard got a 16, unfortunately. Um, however, that's a nine for the orc. Okay, so the orc then, um, so what's going to happen? A, a humanoid of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by me for the duration. While the target is charmed in this way, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on its head and madness glows in its eyes. The charmed target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. I really was hoping they'd both fail so I could wow. just have them duke it out, but... <laughs> You win some, you lose some. Wow. Um, so yeah, so the orc Let now is fight. anytime. Yep, anytime that the orc uh, has a turn, going to try and wail on the wizard. Obviously, is the one I want okay. to choose, and they can make a wisdom saving throw at the end of each of their turns to see if they can eventually get turn? out of this. Um, so I am now officially out of second level slots, and I am down two sorcery points. Bye bye. Whoa. So, at the is it at the end of your turn that the mind whip. Fades. Yes. The beginning so of, yeah, we've of... gone through a round. So yeah. So mind whip, mind whip, peace out. Okay. So he's got he's got all his stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is now his turn. Mm-hmm. Um, Tobin Dwill is going to. You know what? He's going to cast fireball centered on himself, actually, and you see as he sort of calls this fire down, um, he. <gasps> Uh, sort of, you see the the fire, the flames wreathe and kind of uh, uh, move around him, almost like water flowing off of a, a repellent surface. Um, him Most and terrible. the orc seem to be uh, unfazed by this fireball. However, I'm going to need Moody and Herb to give me dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, dear. Right, now oh, I'm at advantage because I am raging. Yes. I'm going to roll these dice. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Maybe. Extra hot hummus coming up. <laughs> yeah, right. Cooked this garden hummus. Is, is scorched. <laughs> I love fried uh, hummus. And fried hummus is pretty good, actually. We got um, some roasted red peppers on, and that's about it. That's left on the shell. <laughs> Sautéed mushrooms. Uh, I got a, I got an 18. Oh, that's pretty 18 good. And a is a success. Oh, yeah, 22. So you both succeed. Uh, okay. The damage was 30 damage, because he also gets to add 5 to his damage okay. um, of any any evocation spell he casts. So uh, it'll be half to 15. And half again. And then okay. half again, yes. again for Moody. Uh, Chief to seven. Nice. 
Yes. You're like, yeah, not that bad. Not too Um, bad. And then you see him uh, as a bonus action. He's going to continue to tinker with these sigils uh, that you see Mm. uh, uh, this ritual being performed. Um, I got it. And that is going to be his turn. Okay. Which brings us to Moody. Did he move? Did he did or did, did I move or or am I still kind of right next to him? Okay, you're still kind of up there, sort of sandwiching with with Herb up there. Mm-hmm. I put the I put the altar bit. Okay. Well, I I I have this sword, so I have to roll concentration, don't I? Because it's it's a concentration. Oh, it is. I'm not usually a spellcaster. So, and what what do I have to do? I have to. Uh, ten or higher on a con saving throw. I don't. So I'm, and I so I swing to to slice him again, and the sword's just gone. Um, so okay, I have to I have to rethink that. Then um, I'm going to hope that he is distracted and try to get some space between the two of us because I've I have okay. been burned by by him before, and I'm just going to, (laughs) (laughs) I am going to, I'm just going to go, you know, stereotypical warlock, and I'm going to give him an eldritch blast. It worked so good last time, I mean, you destroyed his ass before. Yes, maybe, maybe it doesn't He does not react to you moving away. He seems pretty focused. Okay, great. Um, so you back up um, and go ahead yes. and make your attacks. Great. So that is a 22 to hit, and then... Yes, a, that will hit. Uh, for, ooh, for 14 points of damage. 14 <laughs> points. What? Okay. Wow. It's, I, I rolled kill. a 10. I roll. I can't trust kill. Can't trust kill. Are you, are you fifth level wizard? I mean, warlock? Yes. Are you full warlock? So um, at fifth level, you get to cast Eldritch Blast twice. Um, so you, you make a separate attack roll for each uh, attack. Oh. So you get to go again. Oh, my. All Sling right. that wispy Whoa. tendril. Uh, <laughs> Crispy that tendrils. Is, getting hungry, man. That is only a 13 to hit, though. 13 does not hit. Darn. The other one goes wide. Um, good to, he's Nobody got saw some, it. He's got Nobody some saw that second on one. Don't it. worry. <laughs> and I think that's me. But Fourteen points of damage. He looks very hurt and very okay. sort of frazzled. You see, uh, this this culmination of his hopes and dreams uh, over all these years. Uh, you see the, the sort of craze in his eyes as as you you can see it just slipping away from him. Um, and that brings mm-hmm. us to Herb. Okay. Side note, side note, you're my kind of DM, Seth, because my favorite say, thing to do to the players, my favorite thing to players is talk about the enemy's hopes and dreams being destroyed <laughs> or <laughs> brothers being killed. All kinds of, it's my favorite thing. Man, no, respect. Well, respect. Well, respect. Next. <laughs> Thank you. Now, look, he should have stuck to arson, and because he didn't just do... I mean, he could have made a lot of money on an insurance scam, but instead he decided to summon some sort of thing and to hurt my buddies, and for that, I'm gonna recklessly smash him in the face with my meat tenderizer. (laughs) And that's a natural 20. 
Yes. So, oh my so dear Seth, let me ask you in your games, uh, because depending on the DM, uh, critical yes. hits can get different types of damage. So how do you calculate yep. the extra natural 20 damage? Uh, versus, you mean doubling the dice or rolling twice as many dice? Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly leave it up to the player on what they prefer to do, um, generally. Well, so, I'm going to go yeah, full click Because I know rolling more dice is, is very fun. So satisfying. Yes. Oh, especially as a as a raging barbarian. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that's so many of them, I can tell, and I love it. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled a Bye -bye. lot of sixes, y'all. Yeah, girl. <laughs> All right, so that's him. Um... Oh, God. He's dead. Moody, I think somebody's about to die. Uh, I welcome them. That's 29 <laughs> points of damage. 29 <laughs> points. Um, you see, as uh, as Tobin Dweel sort of reacts to this Eldritch Blast kind of hitting him in the side from the left, uh, he sees uh, Herb, you flanking him on the on the right. Uh, he he goes, no, no, I am, I'm, I'm the Harbinger, the Herald. Of, of of Kosuth, I'm I'm the one who who who's supposed to summon the guy who summons the guy, uh, and uh, you're just the middle manager, my dude. <laughs> uh, go ahead and Herb, would you please describe with before us? He had seven hit points left, so uh, describe for us how you would like wow. to finish off this uh, this fraud. Okay, well. Um, Look, getting in the restaurant business is tough, I should know. Uh, but he did it all wrong, and for that, uh, he's getting a meat tenderizer straight to the face, and as um, it, it's slow motion, you just see it, like, impacted his cheek smoosh, and um, with the full weight of a 411-pound turtle behind this tenderizer, uh, this tiny little, little wizard just goes flying into the lava pit. Whoa. I love it. Um, as the body sort of hits the lava, you see... Let the bodies uh, hit the kind floor. Of, Let the bodies yeah. hit the lava. The very hot floor. Um, you, you still see this monstrous fire entity um, sort of flickering in and out. And as the body hits and singes and, and, and sears, this smoke goes up... Um, you see uh, the face of Doma, this this orc, kind of be like, uh, and kind of step back a bit. Um, and the uh, flames seem to build a bit. Um, and as they do, you see this, this massive sort of outpouring of energy. Um, and I need everyone to make a strength or dexterity saving throw, please, oh, as this geez. ritual is sundered and... Uh, kind of the the pent up arcane energy in the process is broken. Oh boy! Still rage. I'm good. Oh I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, that's a eight for me. Four. Eight. Eight. Four. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. What? What'd you get, Herb? Sorry. Twelve. Okay. But twenty six. Wow. 26. Okay, I guess I'm actually going to roll for this orc as well. Um, the orc 
who is still under the got influence a, of Crown of Madness, by the way. So. Oh, very true. So got, you tell me, would would she react to this based on the spell? Um, you think with the with the madness? Eyes? Maybe I'll just roll with disadvantage. Since yeah, she's not. Yeah, it doesn't sort of say anything about reactions. Present. It's just yeah. So yeah, she's she's um, there's a madness glowing in her eyes as she rolls a disadvantage. Sounds yes. great. Yes, I rolled an 11 for both rolls, um, which becomes a 17. So she actually succeeds. Bud, you succeed as well. And you, Bud, you witness your three companions as this explosion of energy. You see it sort of uh, in, envelop this entire room. And as, they, as it does, you see similar to the tavern, the sour apple. Your friends sort of are blown back from this. They kind of freeze in, air before, in the air before being sucked drawn into this flaming uh, portal that has appeared, and they vanish. Fuck! Uh, You see the remnants of this energy is still there. What do you do, bud? Holy shit. You see kind of Uh, over this lava hole, all three of your companions have have vanished, Um, and you see the the sort of arcane um, residual sort of energy that that they seem to have vanished within oh shit i'm gonna run over to that panel that with them sigils that 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 toby toby was uh was looking at see if i can make sense of it very cool uh go ahead and give me an intelligence check oh um you could add oh i'm hmm, pretty good just be uh arcana or just straight intelligence i guess it would be the same or better as arcana so give me an arcana check Oh, balls nasty. That's a that is a four. A four. Mm, terrible. Um, you uh, rush over to this. The the orc seems to kind of be standing there, just sort of out of it. Um, you cannot make heads or tails of what this is, or how to reverse it, or how to uh, affect it in any way. All you know is that your friends were were sucked into this portal, and there's probably only one way for you to get to them. Oh my god. So, uh, the portal is there in front of me. I can seize it, right? You, yes, And it's you over it. the pit? It's over the pit, and it seems to be fading a bit. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to back up diminishing. a little bit, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run. I'm going to jump up off the lip of the thing. I'm going to jump right into it. Okay, you jump. As you do, you leap out. Um, almost uh, like it a whirlpool. And I kind fall of... into the lava pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it vanishes. Uh, you are melted. Um, uh, no, you, you almost hang in midair about halfway over this pit, uh, about halfway to the portal, and you almost begin to circle it, uh, almost like being flushed down a drain. You, are, you, you spiral around and whew, uh, your vision flashes to white and then fades. And as you come to, the first thing that hits you, all four of you, is the heat, like a physical blow. You breathe in, and your lungs burn. But as your body adjusts to these extreme temperatures, uh, you are able to take in your surroundings. You see a splintered, but overall intact, drinking hall. A familiar drinking hall, actually. Uh, you find yourselves within the sour apple. As you walk about, you see it is a bit worse for wear. There are uh, kind of these 
cracks uh, throughout. You can see where it was splintered and kind of sundered. Um, and as the four of you approach the broken front door or one of the busted out windows, uh, you see this glowing force outside. And upon looking, this tavern seems to be floating about 50 feet in the air. And out before you, you see a rolling landscape of broken rock, flowing lava, and endless flame. Hmm. And that is where we will end our session. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Honey, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> demons, yeah, the, demons, the demons, twins are demons. in a great place. Uh, Bud and Herb are a little, a little spicy in here. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. man. That, that's good. That was, fun. That, that was fun. That was so amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad y'all had a good time. Um, yeah. Thanks, Dan. Thank you for listening and being a part of our ADHD20 family. If you're looking for more, we'd love to see you in our public Discord server. Look for the link in our show notes and come join the chatter about all things TTRPG and ADHD. But also TV, music, really pretty much anything on our minds. We also have a Patreon where you can get access to bonus content and outtakes, be the first to hear new episodes, join us for live streamed recording sessions, and even play Dungeons and Dragons with us and our friends. The best way you can help us, though, is just to share this podcast with people you think like it. Thank you for being a pal to us as people, to ADHD 20 the podcast, and to the greater Bivens Brothers Creative Commonwealth of Nerds. 